0: Hey, Mama. I know getting meals on the table for your family can feel tough, especially finding weeknight-friendly meals that everyone in the family will love. There's a good chance it's why you're here, at least I hope so. Helping moms take the stress out of feeding their family is my biggest passion. It's why I share with you here, and it's why I created the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you've ever wished this podcast came with a weekly done-for-you dinner plan with a shopping list and meal prep tips, or maybe a recipe library with over 200 family-friendly recipes, cooking tips, how-tos, and hacks, well, it does, and it's all in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club over on Patreon. Starting at just $3 a month for access to our 200-plus recipe vault with printable PDF recipes or $5 a month for weekly done-for-you dinner plans plus the recipe vault and bonus podcasts every month, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is the dinner time solution you're looking for. Head to patreon.com slash healthymamacris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. The month of October was certainly a delicious one in our house from testing new recipes to embracing fall produce and fall flavors. It was a good one. I am really excited to share with you what we made this month, what we ate as a family, and what we spent. We spent about $651 on groceries this month, and I'm gonna share with you exactly how we broke it all down and all of the delicious meals we cooked up this month. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort, let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef culinary nutritionist and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way, without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real life Healthy Mama Kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. Welcome back to the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. I'm Chris Dovniak, your host. I'm the founder of Healthy Mama Chris and the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. And in these monthly bonus episodes, I share with you an overview of what my family ate throughout the month and what we spent on groceries. Because one of the things I am most passionate about as a chef and recipe creator is that you can eat really well and not spend outrageous amounts of money on food. I know that food is more expensive these days. And it means that we might have had to adjust our grocery budget depending on the type of food that we like to eat. But there's still so much we can do to make our grocery spending manageable. That's one of the reasons I like to share with you not just what we ate, but also what we spent. So for some background, we are a family of four. Currently, we're all home. My husband travels quite a bit for work, so sometimes he's here, sometimes he's not, but the whole month of October we were serving four, and we live in the Tampa Bay area of Florida. We eat at home pretty much six days a week. We eat one lunch out on the weekend and typically one dinner out per week, sometimes two, so our Friday nights are usually some sort of a date night. We've actually switched those to Thursday nights, but that's kind of what we have on our meal plan. And then one night is a family night. So sometimes that's just leftovers from the fridge, sometimes it's a shortcut, or sometimes it's takeout. It's unlikely. We typically we don't go out to eat, but this month we actually did end up going out to eat twice. And I'll share with you those instances. But when I talk about what we spent, it's just on groceries. So that's a totally different budget for us, our eating out budget. So we're talking about six dinners a week, and then breakfasts and lunches as well. So any of the recipes that I share with you that are my recipes, I will link in the show notes. And anything that I mention here that is actually, all of these recipes this month were mine. I didn't try out any recipes from other creators this month because I was really focusing on finishing up testing for our Healthy Mama Cooking Club autumn meal plan. So they were all my recipes this month. And anything you hear that wasn't a shortcut and isn't on my website is in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club, where I share weekly meal plans, member-exclusive seasonal recipes, a ton of quick tips, and so much more bonus podcast episodes that autumn meal plan I mentioned. So if you're interested in learning more about the Cooking Club, definitely click the link in the show notes. It's patreon.com slash Healthy Mama Chris, and it starts at just $3 a month for those weekly meal plans and access to our full recipe vault with member-exclusive recipes, as well as community favorites. There's over 115 recipes in there and counting. I'm always creating new recipes. You will get at least two, if not usually it's closer to three to four brand-new recipes, never-before-seen Member exclusive every single month in the cooking club. So I wanted to get that out of the way because sometimes I get questions. Why didn't you link this recipe? Where can I get this recipe? So many of them will be linked and then the rest of them are in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. We would love to have you join us over there. You can join and try it out for a week free. Check out the recipes uh, so you can see what it's about, see what the recipes are like. I like to include a large variety of recipes. As you'll hear in this bonus episode, we like a variety of different meals meals. However, this month was kind of focused on autumn meals. So this isn't maybe it isn't the best picture of kind of the array of cuisines and things like that that I share within the cooking club. But uh, I did a lot of recipe testing this month, as you'll hear. So it was kind of a focus on autumn cozy recipes this month, as well as some of our family favorites as well. So let's go ahead and dive into what we ate and what we spent. So the first week, if you listened to the last very silly bonus episode, I shared with you my trip to Germany and Austria. So I shared with you what I ate on my trip, and then I got back from my trip. Actually, my husband came on. That was the silly part. My husband came on and shared his perspective on what he fed the kids when I was gone. I gave him some like freezer meals and then he kind of flew by the seat of his pants. And it's very funny because his method of grocery shopping when I'm gone is very different than my method of grocery shopping. And we kind of agreed we're not going to track our grocery spending the last month because it was just crazy. Um, and we were like, all right, right, well, we'll get kind of back on track come October, which We very much have Uh, our method of grocery shopping. Just so you guys have an idea, if you haven't listened to these episodes before, we like to do one big stock up at the beginning of the month where we spend a little bit more. I try to plan out a couple weeks in advance because I am a recipe developer. So I do like to test out recipes and oftentimes I need to test recipes a couple times. So we'll typically plan out a couple weeks in advance loosely and that I will plan more specifically weekly. So I'll do a big stock up at the beginning of the month with our staples and our meat. We just signed up for a meat delivery system again, and I will share that with you in a little bit. And then in between, we fill in with things like produce, you know, fruits, vegetables. Sometimes we'll go to the farmer's market. Oftentimes we'll go to Aldi or Whole Foods. So we fill in with our kind of necessities, the things that aren't going to last all month. But typically we'll do a big stock up at Costco. This month it was at Trader Joe's. Sometimes it's Thrive Market. And typically we will do a meat delivery every one to two months as well. And now that we are back in town after traveling for several months, we are kind of back into that typical routine. So our usual grocery budget is about $600 a month give or take. It was a little bit more this month. We aim a little bit closer to that $650 mark or so when I'm doing a lot of recipe testing because it requires me to buy more variety and things like proteins that I would otherwise. So just to give you some background to that, Typically, our budget is $150 a week, but like I said, we divide it up doing one big grocery shop and then smaller shops in between, and it works really well for us. I share a lot more about this method and other methods of grocery budgeting in my Healthy Mama on a Budget course. I'll link that in the show notes if you're curious about that, if you're at a place where you're feeling really stuck with your grocery budgeting. I'm here to help. I've worked as a personal chef for over a decade, which means I have been budgeting for other people's groceries as well as my own. So I have a lot to share on this topic. Um, So if you are like, how can she only spend $650 on groceries for a family of four? I've got you. And if you're like, that is wildly crazy expensive compared to what we spend on groceries. That's okay too. We all have different budgets and different needs. And so this is not me telling you this is what you should spend on groceries, but this is what works for us. So like I said, before I went off on a tangent, I got back from my trip on October. 4th. That night on the way home, we just grabbed a rotisserie chicken and a salad kit, which is one of our go-to shortcuts. I can't even. They were picking me up from the Tampa airport. We live about a half an hour away. And so on the way home, we stopped at Whole Foods, had a really quick dinner, and then that first week, we didn't have a real meal plan. We just kind of flew by the seat of our pants, which is very, very much not common for us. Meal planning is one of the main principles of eating healthy on a budget that I outline in Healthy Mom on a Budget whenever I'm talking about eating well and spending less. But because it was only a few days, I got home on a Tuesday, and the next day I had to jump right into teaching. I teach cooking classes, so I was teaching all day long. And so basically, I just jumped right in to all of my things. As soon as I got back, there was no break. I was definitely jet lagged for the first few days. So we made it work. My husband made dinner that night, which is rare. He doesn't make a lot of dinner. Um, I will share with you in a little bit what he is willing to make. Well, what he made is one of the things he's willing to make. And then Later on in the month, he also cooks. So we actually cooked a couple times this month. So he made us some burgers on the grill, which he's very comfortable with using the grill. His parents got him a grill for his birthday in January. So we've been enjoying that. He also made a potato salad that is roughly based on my own potato salad. And he kind of makes it his own way. And he also made it made a Caesar salad on the side as well. The next night, I just popped into Aldi. I went on a little date with my older daughter to share her pictures, share with her pictures from my trip. My younger daughter was not as interested. So we went on a little coffee date, had some pumpkin spice lattes, decaf for her at our our favorite little local coffee shop. So we stopped at Aldi on the way home to get some ingredients for shortcut carnitas tacos. We already had some tortillas in the fridge. So we got some carnitas that were pre-cooked. From Aldi. And then I made some really easy jalapeno cilantro uh, dressing, which, or it's a, I call it a ranch, but it's a dressing. It's a drizzle. We love it in my house. My younger daughter calls it yummy sauce. I'm sure you've heard me talk about it since I created it a couple months ago. We make it at least twice a month. Uh, So it's really, really simple ingredients. It's just sour cream. I like using the Good Culture sour cream, it is my favorite some heavy cream, some mayonnaise. I like using an avocado oil mayonnaise, jalapenos, cilantro, garlic powder, onion powder, salt, and some lime juice. Very simple. So I made some of that. And then we also got some lettuce and some avocado and I think some red onions to go on top too. So very simple. And that was Thursday night. And then the Friday, I went to Trader Joe's and did a huge Trader Joe's haul. So I spent $233.37 at Trader Joe's. Oh, I forgot to mention, I spent $30 at Aldi. So in total that week, I spent $263.37 on groceries. This was our big stock up, obviously. That is actually even more than I normally spend on a stock up, but we needed to stock up because... Before I left, we kind of cleared out the fridge. I was sick a few days before we left or before I left for my trip. And then I was gone for almost three weeks. And then my husband just kind of bought what they needed. So we desperately needed a big stock up. So that's what I did. Went to Trader Joe's, stocked up on some of our favorites, as well as ingredients for the next, really the next couple of weeks of Meals. So that night for dinner, we were trying to figure out what we wanted to do because we needed something easy. So we used the leftover carnitas and did some leftover carnitas nachos. So that was Friday. And then Saturday, for the life of me, I have no idea what we did for dinner. I looked up, I looked at it on my phone to see if I had snapped a picture. I did not. So I don't know. We ate something on Saturday. And then Sunday rolled around and I did some meal prep. And I haven't really shared this with you over here before. I've shared a lot about meal prep because that's one of my favorite things to talk about. But I haven't really shared with you this is what I prepped and then this is what I made. So I thought it'd be interesting because if you follow me over on Instagram, I'm on an Instagram break right now for the rest of the year. But previously, every couple of weeks, I would share a video of my meal preps. You can go back and you can look at a bunch of my previous meal preps. I like to keep my meal prep really simple and to about an hour. So that week, I prepped some berries and some mini peppers for the kids for breakfast and lunches. Just Wash them and dry them off really well so that they would last as long as possible. The berries last about two days in our fridge because the kids eat them, but that's fine. They were washed and ready to go for breakfast and lunches. I cooked up some wild rice. And some of my perfect pan seared chicken for wild rice harvest bowls, which were in the autumn or are in the autumn healthy mama cooking club mix and match family meal plan. I love those salads. They're so good. I ate them all week long. So I prepped that. I prepped some sweet potatoes for that. I also made some overnight oats. They're my cinnamon roll overnight oats. Those are also in that meal plan hard cooked eggs and I also made up some beef that I marinated to have for salad that night. The second week of October was dedicated to final testing some recipes for that meal plan that I mentioned. So every season, I come up with a mix and match family meal plan slash cookbook. It's mostly a cookbook. Essentially, the idea is there are five to six breakfasts, five to six lunches. They're all make ahead friendly or easy make in the morning friendly. And you pick out a breakfast or two, a lunch or two each week. And then there's five days of dinners with three options each day. So each day, each week, you go in and choose one dinner for each of the five days. And you basically have your meal plan ready to go. It's three full weeks of meal plans. But then you've also got a ton of options to literally mix and match. And it can be your entire meal plan for the entire season if you want. Or you can just use it as a cookbook. And so I create a ton of recipes that are exclusive just for to those cookbooks, and most of the recipes in those cookbooks that I do share with the entire cooking club are exclusive to the cooking club as well. Um, so a lot of these recipes are cooking club recipes. So that night I made one of our favorite recipes, one of my personal favorite recipes from the cookbook, the maple balsamic marinated steak salad. It's served over baby greens with pears and pumpkin seeds, delicata squash, and some blue cheese. There's variations there. If you don't want to use cheese, you can leave it off. And it's served with a really easy blended pear dressing that's a little sweet, a little sour. It's so good. I love that recipe. So that was delicious. And that was a hit with the whole family. My kids love the maple balsamic marinated steak. It's really good. And that's also a pretty simple recipe to make, too. You've got to marinate the beef, but flank steak is very easy to cook and only cooks up in a few minutes. So that's what we had. And the pear dressing also takes a couple minutes. So that's like a 20-minute-ish meal. So that's what we had on Sunday. On Monday... I made up the creamy pumpkin a la vodka with sausage. That was also a huge hit in my family. My husband's not a huge fan of pumpkin, but he liked this one because it is a little bit more on the savory side versus the sweet side. Tuesday, I made maple mustard pork chops. That was another favorite of my husband's. Again, it's a little bit sweet, a little bit savory. That's kind of the vibe I go for in the fall. Lots of that sweet and savory juxtaposition. And I served it with uh, Parmesan butternut, Parmesan rosemary butternut squash. And I think we served it with some kale. Yeah, some sauteed kale on the side as well. And then Wednesday, I made this ahead during my recipe testing because I was not making a meatloaf after teaching classes all day. That was not going to happen. So I had made this previously and we ate it the next night. But I made what I'm calling not your mama's meatloaf. No offense, mom. I swear. But I didn't love meatloaf growing up. And it was one of those things that my mom and grandma made often and often enough that I was not a fan. I'm actually still not a huge fan of meatloaf, but I wanted a really solid meatloaf, could use it for a couple meals recipe in the cooking club because I know a lot of people do like meatloaf, my kids and my husband included. So everyone loved that meatloaf. I even like the meatloaf. It's ketchup free. You do use some tomato paste. You kind of make your own sweet topping that's similar to a ketchup, but not as cloyingly sweet, which I'm not a fan of. Um. So this is kind of a meatloaf for my own taste, but I promise it is absolutely delicious. And we served it with my instant pot garlic chive mashed potatoes. That recipe is on my website. It's great for the holidays. So I'll link that one down below. It's a great recipe. It's a great go-to recipe for any sort of like roast that you might make, any of those big pieces of meat and you want to pair with some mashed potatoes. That one's really good. And then interestingly enough... Thursday night, we were planning on having leftovers and my family loved the dishes that we made so much. There was not enough leftovers for us to do a leftovers night. So we ended up doing a kind of shortcut, easy dinner. I had some quinoa that I had prepped previously i think it was during meal it wasn't during meal prep it was during my recipe testing for a different recipe so i had some leftover quinoa in the fridge and we also had some of the trader joe's chicken meatballs so i took that and ran with it i made a quick greek salad with some cucumbers and tomatoes and olives you've heard me say this before i make it very often cuz my family really likes it they don't like the onions in the salad but other than that they love kalamata olives they love the meatballs. They love the super quick dressing I make with olive oil and oregano and red wine vinegar on the Greek salad. So it was quinoa, the Trader Joe's chicken meatballs that I cooked in the air fryer, Greek salad. I made a quick yogurt sauce. Normally I do an herb yogurt sauce, but I didn't have any herbs. So I just did a lemon garlic yogurt sauce, similar to a tomb, but not as much yogurt and not, but yogurt based, not, uh, not. Well, tomb isn't mayonnaise based. It's sort of like sort of like a Middle Eastern aioli. Anyway, I kind of butchered that, but that's what I made. I made like a lemon garlic tomb inspired yogurt sauce. And then I also, I might be too, um, have I done this before? My pronunciation is not great. Please forgive me for that. Anyway, we served it with feta. They were bowls. They were delicious. Everyone was happy. Like I said, for lunches. I had the wild rice mason jar autumn salads and then harvest salads, I think I called them. And they have a really delicious kind of honey mustard dressing. I also like those with a little bit of blue cheese. We had some leftover blue cheese from the maple balsamic pear and steak salad, maple balsamic steak and pear salad. So I actually added that to it as well. I had those cinnamon roll overnight oats for breakfast and the kids just kind of had standard stuff that week. So that is typically in our house, yogurt with honey and berries on the side, sourdough toast. I try to get eggs into them. My older daughter does not like eggs. My younger daughter does. So she did eggs a couple days. She loves hard cooked eggs, so she'll do the hard cooked eggs. So that's kind of what we did for breakfast and lunches that Friday night was a very special night because it was the Healthy Mama Cooking Club birthday party. We all got together and I did a live cooking class with three recipes. Every time I do that, I feel absolutely crazy. Like, why would I do three recipes and try to squeeze it into an hour? But we th- did three really delicious appetizer recipes. We did a caramelized onion, mushroom, and Gruyere flatbread. We also did a pumpkin rosemary hummus that recipe is a recipe that I created like 12 years ago it's still so good I've edited it over the years to make it more savory rather than sweet and I kind of like it better this way but you can make it sweet if you want to as well and we also made a crostini with brie and pears and maple bacon on top oh That one's so good. So that's what we made. We celebrated the one year anniversary of the Healthy Mama Cooking Club on Patreon. We did a fun culinary trivia. I stumped a whole bunch of you, um, but it was a lot of fun. So that's what we did virtually on Friday. We also had cupcakes with that too. And I forgot to mention, we had the appetizers for dinner, but we had already not already, also purchased some wings. You can get them at the in the refrigerator section at Whole Foods and I just made them in the air fryer. So we all had some wings and homemade ranch before I did the party just so we would all have something in our stomach so the kids weren't waiting until like nine o'clock to eat dinner because I did it at seven so we could hopefully hit all three, all four, all four time zones uh, here in the U.S., I wish I could make it work for all time zones across the world, but it is what it is. I always uh, share a replay of any live classes that I do, Um, but that's what we had on Friday. And then on Saturday, we ended up going out to dinner. My daughter did her first ever sailing regatta that weekend, and so we went out to dinner and we went to Chipotle. Normally, we'll do like DoorDash for Chipotle, but the sailing center that she goes to and my husband works for was doing a fundraiser. So we had Chipotle. So we got burrito bowls and my husband and I got a beer, you know, it's for the kids. And uh, I think we got some chips too. So that was that was dinner on Saturday. And then we were into the next week. So the next week I was planning on doing some meal prep, but I was really Not feeling great. I've been dealing with a lot of symptoms around my hormonal condition. I have PCOS, and every so often, uh, you know, it rears its ugly head. And I am currently working with Dr. Heather again, or will be very soon working with Dr. Heather again. I just have to schedule our first appointment um, to get my hormones back in line because, you know, all the traveling and all of that, um, when you have something like I do. Uh, sometimes, you know, eating a lot of the foods that don't necessarily agree with me, lifestyle practices that aren't the right ones for me and my body. Uh, I've been been dealing with a, a lot of that. Um, so I'm not going to share a whole lot of that here on the public podcast, but I'm probably going to share a little bit of it. I was just talking to Dana, our community manager, yesterday. We had a meeting and I was talking about, you know, maybe sharing a little bit of my journey back to hormone balance uh, in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club because it feels kind of personal and that group seems or is a lot smaller than this public forum. Um, So I'll probably share that. So if you're interested in that, that's something that'll probably be coming to the cooking club in a few months. I need some time to heal, but I'll share with all of you over there. So anyway, Just making some small tweaks, no big sweeping changes. You all know I'm about balance. That was how this podcast originally started, was around the idea of living a healthy, balanced life. And that's still who I am. But it's also, you know, I also have a health condition that I really need to take care of. And when I don't take care of my body in the way that it needs, then I don't feel good. And so that's kind of what happened before week three. Not that I think that you need an explanation as to why I didn't meal prep, but i I think I just felt like sharing because I I think you guys need to or I like to share with you. You don't necessarily need to know, but I like to share with you that I'm a human and I'm on a health journey always, too, and I'm not perfect. And sometimes I get off track with. Eating and living in the way that feels good for me. And also encourage you, because like I said, this is where this podcast started, this idea of balance and leaning into your intuition around food. But that it's also okay to be intentional about your health and wellness. And we can do it in a way that's not obsessive, but that's really gentle and really nourishing for us as well. So off of my soapbox. Uh, that week I started by making a whole chicken. My butter-roasted chicken is what we call it in our house. I think it's just the best ever or butter roasted chicken in the cooking club. Um, but that chicken is our absolute favorite. So you melt some butter, add a bunch of herbs, and then brush that all over the chicken. You roast it low and slow in the oven for about an hour and a half. And we had that with some sweet potatoes and I think Brussels sprouts on the side. And because we are into autumn now, I'm trying to get back not just well, I guess for our meals, for our budget, and for my health, get back into the routine of making broth. So that whole chicken was dinner one night. I shredded the rest of the chicken, put it in a container, put it in the fridge once it was cooled, and then I added the chicken carcass and carrot, celery, and onion. Any of my vegetable scraps in the freezer, some herbs, some garlic, filled it up with water in the slow cooker. I don't know if I mentioned that I put it in the slow cooker, um, and then I cooked that. Overnight, I cook it for like 12 hours plus, and then I strain it, and then I have broth for the week. So the next night, we made my comfy chicken soup. My kids love it with noodles, so sometimes we'll do it without, sometimes we'll do it with. So we added just gluten-free rotini that I cooked on the side from Trader Joe's, and that's what we had for dinner on Monday. On Tuesday, we made one of my family's favorite fall meals. This one is on my website, my beef and butternut squash chili. This is a bean-free chili. If you are someone who would rather not have the beans in your chili, but you can also add a can of black beans, it's good with or without. So I made that, and we had that for leftovers uh, throughout the week as well, though there wasn't many leftovers. I think my husband might have had it for lunch like one day. I was recording some of my mom lunch series for Instagram that week. You can go over to Instagram at Healthy Mama Chris and check out uh, that week I made my chipotle chicken sandwiches and buffalo chicken salad wraps. I'm obsessed with that buffalo chicken salad. I'm going to make it again next week, actually. And so that's what I had for lunches. But he had leftover, um, I think he had leftover, No, definitely not leftover chicken soup, because the kids always take that the next day when we make chicken soup. He had leftover uh, chili for a couple of nights. And then we had a special delivery that week. Once a month, we are trying to make our lives a little bit easier and grabbing HelloFresh, which, as you know, is one of my favorite ways to bring ease into your weeks, just having Maybe it's maybe it's weekly. Maybe you have one or two nights a week where HelloFresh does the shopping and the planning for you and you just pick out the recipe and you can make it pretty quickly depending on the recipes you choose. They have like 15 minute dinner options. Uh, The two dinners, one of them was a little bit longer because it was a pasta bake. So we had that on Wednesday. And then on Thursday, my husband actually cooked dinner, which, like I've said, he does not do very often, but he is fine with doing the HelloFresh prep, I think because everything is like laid out, ready to go. It's pretty easy. So he made onion-crusted chicken with roasted green beans and mashed sweet potatoes, and it was really delicious. So that's what we had kind of our normal meals that week. And then Friday, we ended up having a girls' night. Both of my girls' birthdays are in October and November. So part of their birthday present was I surprised them with a girls' night. We went out to BJ's and grabbed some appetizers. We had wings and Brussels sprouts. And what was the third one they picked? I think they picked sliders too. So we had a little girls' night and we went to see the Taylor Swift Eras Tour. So we also had some popcorn too. Of course. So that was a lot of fun to do with my girls. It was long, but oh my goodness, what a fun experience. Any of you who have been to the Eras Tour or to the Eras Tour movie, it I mean, the theater was probably only a third of the way full, but everyone was like jumping up and down and dancing. And I'm not someone who's been a Swifty for years and years, but once my girls started getting into Taylor Swift, I kind of, I was converted. I love the Midnight's album and uh, we've, uh, we've definitely enjoyed a lot of uh, Taylor Swift dance parties in our house. So that was a lot of fun. It is very funny, though. I am 34. I turned 34 this July and Taylor Swift is turning 34 in December. So we're essentially the same age. So I remember when she came out, even though I wasn't a fan uh, at that time, I was very much into the kind of pop punk world in in high school in terms of music. But uh, I remember when she came out and we're the same age, right? But Like my 10 year old is obsessed with her, which I just think is cool. She's a genius. Anyway, Saturday, we went on a trip to the market. We have one of the biggest markets in our area, just about a half an hour from our house. So we like to travel there once or twice a month if we have the time. The week before, we couldn't because my daughter had her regatta, and this time it was just practice. So my husband and my older daughter were sailing. So my little one and I, she's not that little anymore. I keep calling her. little one, but she just turned six. So we went to the market, which I know is still little, but it's not like baby anymore. So we went to the market. We got a bunch of produce. We got a bunch of sunflowers. And we didn't spend a whole lot of money. We spent $30 total, but we got a ton of local fruit. So Like I said, we live in Florida, so we can get some tropical fruit around here. So we got a couple of pomelos. We got a sugar apple, which I had never tried before, and it was really, really delicious. Once it got soft, we tried it out, and it's really hard to describe, but there are these little seeds on the inside, and you kind of suck the meat off of the seeds, and it tasted a little bit like a pear to me. We also got a dragon fruit. We got some mini bananas. So we got a bunch of fruit. We got some veggies. We got a kabocha squash which ended up going bad. I was very sad, but it was only a couple bucks. We got some kale and what else did we get? We got some sourdough bread too, which I know it's not produce, but we didn't, wasn't a huge haul, but it was a nice trip to the market. And I also got some vegan gluten-free kibbeh to try as well. So kibbeh is something that I grew up with. So my grandmother on my mom's side, my mom's dad's mom was from Syria. So she would make kibbeh, which is a bulgur and sometimes it's made with beef. Sometimes it's made with lamb. So it's bulgur and meat based dish. She would make it in like a Maybe, I don't think it was eight by eight inches, like a nine by 13 inch pan and cut it into squares. But it's also sometimes you can actually see them in the frozen section at Trader Joe's. I haven't tried those yet, but they're in like a torpedo shape. And these were also in little balls. I'm not sure what she used for the to make it gluten free. I'm assuming maybe millet or it didn't taste like buckwheat but she used kind of like a tofu filling. It was delicious. It wasn't what I was expecting because growing up with kibbeh, I expected something very specific, but it was really delicious. And so that's what I had for lunch from the market as well. So that was what we, that's what we bought. And then we ended up getting our butcher box order that week as well. It's actually a couple days before the market, but I forgot to mention that. Same day as our, or the day before our HelloFresh came. So it was a good mail week. So we did decide to go with ButcherBox again after many months of trying out a bunch of different meat delivery services. I've just come back to the quality and the price is decent. It is more expensive than you might spend at some... It's pretty on par with Costco, actually. It's not that far off from Costco. But if you do it right, you can get a lot of meat for the price. But you've got to do it right. If you're choosing all sirloin steaks or ribeyes, then it's it's not going to be as cost effective. But I found for quality of meat, which is important for our family, as well as the fact that they come cold, which is great. I've only ever had one issue with ButcherBox where something was a bit open and they immediately remedied it, sent me a new item. They're fantastic. After trying out a lot of different meat services, I just, they are my favorite and I really trust them. So, this is not sponsored. <laughs> this is just, we bought it ourselves and we actually added on some extra as well. So, we had our butcher box order. We went to the farmer's market and we also grabbed a couple of things from Aldi as well. And I'll share with you kind of my totals after. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head how much we spent at Aldi, but in our butcher box order, we spent $181, but we did not use most of what we bought this month. So it'll carry over into next month, too. So I halved that for my total grocery budget. It's probably not exact, but it's as exact as matters to us, right? We definitely used less than half this month, but just for the sake of easy math, we spent $181. So let's say $90.50 for the month. We bought a whole chicken, which we did use this month. I'll share that in a minute. We got three pounds of chicken breast. I used two out of three of those pounds. We got three pounds of boneless, skinless chicken thighs. Didn't use any of those yet. We got two packs of pork chops. Haven't used any of those yet. We got some wild caught salmon. We used two out of six of those for lunches. We got a huge pork butt, which we also haven't used yet. We got a pack of chicken nuggets, which were new to us. They're gluten-free chicken nuggets. My kid's Loved those. So we'll definitely be getting those again. And we also get two pounds of ground beef in every box as well. That wasn't included in the normal like 169 the boxes, the chicken nuggets we paid extra for. The ground beef is part of was part of one of their promotions back when we signed up. And so we also didn't use any of that. So realistically, we only used two pounds of chicken breast and one whole chicken and two pieces of salmon. So that's not quite half. But we counted it because we did spend the money this month. If you look at exactly how much we spent on food total this month, it was seven forty two twenty six. dollars But we are obviously carrying over a lot of those into the next month. So that week I was feeling much better. So I did a quick little meal prep. I hard cooked some eggs. I made some pumpkin muffins, which turned out pretty well. I Did this kind of off the top of my head, which if you know anything about me, I'm not a huge baker. I'm comfortable with like muffins and cookies and that's about it. Otherwise, I'm not a huge fan of baking, but I used my banana chocolate chip uh, coconut flour muffin recipe that's on my website. I'll link it and used pumpkin and a couple tablespoons of brown sugar because bananas are obviously sweeter than pumpkin instead of the bananas. And it turned out really well. They were a little extra moist, so I probably edit it a little bit and add in a little bit more coconut flour the next time, but they turned out really well. So I also chopped up some carrot, celery, and onion for meals that week. I cooked up some chicken. I shredded some chicken in the Instant Pot and I got some carrots ready to roast for a roast that we were doing that week too. So that week's menu, we started with white chicken chili, which is a family favorite. That recipe's on my website with the shredded chicken. We used half of the shredded chicken for white chicken chili and the other half we used for green chili chicken enchiladas. I am currently on a search for the best green enchilada sauce. I have been using the Frontera brand for years, I used to get it on Thrive Market. I would also pick it up at Whole Foods. I would stock up whenever I saw it. And I have not seen it. And I actually recommended it in my shortcuts episode because I love the Frontera brand. I love Rick Bayless. I think his recipes are excellent and his products are excellent too. And I have not seen it. And I'm kind of afraid that they might be phasing it out. So I tried a brand called Saucy Lips, which was really good. I think it was paleo. I believe so. There was no like, added sweeteners or soy or anything like that in there, which the Frontera one doesn't have either, I don't believe. But it was good. It was just a little bit looser. It was less viscous than the Frontera brand. I would buy it again, but I still want to try out a couple other brands for my enchilada sauces because I love having the easy option of having a pre-made enchilada sauce in the pantry. So that's something I'm still searching for, but our green, green chili enchiladas were still good. And then the next night... I was going to do this on Sunday, but then the way timing worked out and I ended up doing it on a Tuesday, I made the best ever pot roast you will ever have, friends. It is so good. When I tell you it is so good, if you are listening to this this weekend and you're in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club, it's on this week's meal plan. You need to go out. You need to get yourself a three to four pound chuck roast, and you need to make this. It is so good. So we made a roast one night, and this is a roast recipe that I've had for years. I just needed to test out the like final ingredients because a lot of my personal chef recipes are recipes that I've just kind of scribbled on a piece of paper with general amounts. And I have to retest them to make sure the amounts are specific. And then the next night we made Oju sandwiches with caramelized onions and some gouda cheese, which used the leftover meat and were absolutely delicious. We served it with some salad greens that we got at the market with a quick honey mustard dressing. Oh, my gosh. So good. That was a really the first four days were really, really good of uh, of that week. And on Thursday night, we went for a little date night Friday night. Oh, so the date night we did, we did like a happy hour date night. So we went to our favorite local cocktail cocktail bar. It's about 10 minutes from us and we had a cocktail and then we went and shared a Cuban sandwich and some chips at a local place too. The kids just did those butcher box chicken nuggets and frozen peas because that is what they asked for and I wasn't going to argue <laughs> because we got to go on a little date night which is nice. We're kind of switching to Thursday night happy hour date nights because Fridays are crazy. We travel a lot on Fridays and so we were missing a lot of date nights and then our babysitters are both at the age where they are doing a lot on the weekends too. So a couple hours early on a Thursday then we come home and put the kids to bed is a lot easier for us. So I love it. Highly recommend. We've done two so far. So if you need a new new, refreshed idea for a date night that might work better for your schedule, I highly recommend happy hour dates. They're also much less expensive. If you are going to go out to eat, we'll basically do like a cocktail and an appetizer or two. As we did last night, we went to a tiki bar. Um, even though we're into November already, went to a tiki bar and we got a couple appetizers, had a tiki drink, and we went for a walk after. It was really nice. So anyway... Friday night, we went to a friend's house because it was just before Halloween. So we were invited to a pumpkin carving party. So I brought a charcuterie board. Surprise, surprise. And uh, so that's what I did on the Friday. And then on Saturday, we went to our local crab festival. So stone crab season starts at the end of October. And there's always a local block party where you can go and get crab at cost. So we shared some crab fries. If you're a local, you know exactly where we're getting these from. They're so good. So we got crab fries and we got crab claws, and that's what we kind of had for dinner. So that was that was the week. I mean, we did eat out or go out more often than we typically do that week, but it all kind of evens out when we're eating at home more often than not. We're making those double-up recipes where, you know, we made the roast one night and the leftovers were dinner the next night. The shredded chicken lasted us for two meals, things like that. So the kids had a mix of leftovers and their usual kind of snack board type lunches. We really kept it simple with breakfast. We did more hard cooked eggs and those pumpkin muffins were their breakfast that week. I had more mom lunches that week. So I made my one of my favorite super quick and easy chopped salads is just grabbing a bag of slaw mix and chopping it up a little bit more and tossing it with some ingredients, sometimes adding or always adding some sort of protein on top. So I shared kind of a really quick autumn crunch chop salad. I made uh, teriyaki salmon, like I mentioned, with roasted broccoli and cauliflower rice. And then I made some sriracha tuna nori wraps as well. So those are my lunches for the week. And I just did smoothies for breakfast. Again, not a huge surprise. Those are my those are my go-tos for breakfast. And that brings us into this week. I just grabbed some quick groceries at Aldi. We only spent about $62.77 at Aldi, and we had Ren's birthday party on Sunday. So we had planned on doing like a quick shortcut salad for dinner, and we just ended up snacking on party food. I mean, I didn't do anything crazy for the party. I did a charcuterie board for the parents, and then we did... Um, you know, Halloween-themed things because her birthday's on Halloween. So we did little string cheeses that look like little ghosts. And we did uh, mandarin oranges that look like little jack-o'-lanterns. And we had things like applesauce and pirate's booty. And um, I did make yummy sauce for her, that jalapeno cilantro ranch recipe that's in the cooking club. We made up spooky chicken nuggets, and we served those up with some organic ketchup. Very fancy, I know. We also did um, some little ghost skewers that my nine-year-old made up where they're a little marshmallow on the top, and then it's a little strawberry and a little grape on the bottom. And they were just on skewers. Those went crazy. Oh, and you kind of use an edible marker, which we bought on Amazon to make a little ghost face on the top. So those went they went crazy over those. Some carrot sticks. That was it. That was their party. That was her party. Super simple. But she was turning six and she had 12 of her friends come. So, you know, 13 six year olds plus a nine year old plus a bunch of parents running around was a a lot. So we kept it simple and that worked great. On Monday, I made another whole chicken. Like I mentioned, I love making broth in the slow cooker. So my younger daughter, who just who was going to turn six, requested my comfy chicken soup for dinner on her birthday on Halloween. So, of course, That is what I had to do. I made another butter roasted chicken, which nobody complained about. They love my butter roasted chicken. So we had that. I also made up some roasted broccoli and some garlic bread on the side. And then on Tuesday, I made my comfy chicken soup again. So we did have those two recipes twice this month, which isn't common. Usually we'll do the whole roasted chicken once a month, but I don't know. My family loves it and it works great for leftovers uh, for another recipe with chicken the next day. So maybe we'll make it more frequent. I just realized my phone alarm was going off, so I sincerely apologize if you could hear that in the background. I'll try and work some editing magic, but I'm not a professional, so sorry about that. So then it was November, and I know everyone says this, but I literally cannot believe we are in the last two months of the year. It has been a very eventful year for us, um, but we're really excited to kind of hunker down at home during the week and then do a lot of traveling on the weekends in November. So we're kind of gearing up for that. So I'll come back at the end of November and share with you what we ate and kind of loosely what we spent in the month of November. We are traveling pretty much every weekend. Other than this weekend, so we've got a lot coming up. Uh, we got Thanksgiving somewhere in the middle there too. We have some special guests coming to visit us, so I'll do my best to keep track of what we ate and what we spent. But let's talk about totals, okay? So for the first week of the month, I did that Trader Joe's stock up, and then that trip to Aldi, which was two sixty three thirty seven. The next week, I went to Aldi, which was ninety forty four. I spent 114.68 at Whole Foods that included the roast, so it was a little bit more that week. Then we had our butcher box order come, which like I said, we spent 181, but we're calculating in half of that because we barely even Used half of that. We're gonna use that beginning of this month. I spent thirty dollars at the market. Then I spent sixty two seventy seven at Aldi, and that comes out to seven forty two twenty six total. And if you take out half of the Butcher Box because we didn't use all of that, it's six fifty one seventy six. We were right around that six fifty mark when I'm doing a ton of recipe testing. I bought a ton of meat at the beginning of the month, and then of course we bought from Butcher Box. Didn't necessarily need it all this month, but we will eat it going into the next month as well. So works out for our budget. We're very happy that we're kind of back on track with our grocery budget and we had some really, really good meals this month. So I hope you go and check out some of those meals that are on my website or come and check it out in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. If you're not already a member, we would love to have you try it out over there. And it was just a good month and I'm looking forward to another good month of food coming up. I'm going to be retesting a carnitas recipe. So we're going to be eating that next week. I've got a pork tenderloin recipe coming to the cooking club, a slow cooker chicken curry coming up too, creamy chicken and wild rice soup, lots of good stuff coming up. So stay tuned for that. Thank you again, as always, for listening to this bonus episode and any of the episodes you listen to of the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. If you liked this episode or any of the other ones, I would be so appreciative if you could head to whatever podcast app you listen on, whether it's Apple or Spotify or whatever app you like and give this podcast a rating and review. It really helps it to be found by more women who need some meal inspiration. So thanks again for listening. And I I will catch you in the next episode. We are talking about one of my favorite shortcuts in the next episode, rotisserie chicken. I promised the episode like last year and we're finally doing it. I have so many suggestions for what you can do with one humble rotisserie chicken. So definitely check back for that. Thank you I listening to my podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts so you never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mention, head to com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, be sure to follow along over on Instagram at HealthyMamaChris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple.